0: Only been recording thirty-two
1: of these episodes. Take a chance. Take a chance. Okay. Take it.
0: Squeaky chair ready.
1: S- Out of the Solid way. Solid chair ready. Phones on silent. Oh. we
0: <laughs> We <laughs> sorted. Yeah, we'll add yeah. our wees. Yeah. Um. Everything in order. Should we? Should we start the podcast? Let's do it. All right, let's do it.
2: Hello everyone, my name is Dom
1: Harrington and my claim to fame is when I came second to last place in the Winter Olympics halfpipe event in Sochi in 2014 (laughs) my other claim to fame is being part of Tim and Gendel's lockdown snowboarding movies this is Tim and Gendel's weekend podcast an uncut chat between two best mates about their weekend enjoy yes Dom, man love Dom literally what's that? New, sil- new give- sound effect.
0: I'm giving him the small crowd cheer sound effect that I created uh, a couple of weeks ago. That, that, Hang on, did you, on you on make that, that, that so- yourself? Yeah, it's about
1: four. <laughs> it's about forty-five versions of me. Yeah, but they all sound recorded- a
2: bit underwhelmed.
1: They're like, bit, they? they sound a bit sarcastic. Do it again. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. Let me just, a bit like, oh yeah, uh, great. <laughs> on.
0: Let me just play the <laughs> underwhelming sarcastic sound effect. Here we go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good.
1: That is so good. Does it really sound sarcastic? Well, I mean, we'll let, we'll let the people at home decide. I'm sure it wasn't the intention. Dom, that wasn't the intention. I just thought it sounded a bit like that. Woo! I think there's one guy in there that goes, woo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because I like changed <laughs> my voice yeah. to do it as though it was like different people in the room. Oh. That's good. I like that. Um Good. Yeah, Dom Harrington. <laughs> Thanks, Dom. What a ledge. Joe, you know, it's the perfect so, Dom, um the perfect segue actually coming from Dom because Remember last week we played the David uh, Attenborough game that I created about finding the most loved person. The aim of the game yeah. was to find, uh, you know, out of a, if you put 100 people in a room, you need to pick one person that you think that they will all like. And at the end of the show last week, I was meant to say who my person was, and we forgot. I forgot to say it. <laughs> There's no we. Yet again, you're using that we thing. Well, you could have prompted me.
0: I suppose I could you have. Forgot. Yeah. All right. We, we forgot.
1: We forgot. Correct. And, uh, and a few people had messaged going, Oh, you didn't say who it was. So I'll say who it was now.
0: Well, just hang on. Because we've got new listeners we, we, we're getting new listeners every single really? weekend though you can't just yeah so first and foremost welcome back or welcome how you doing episode 32 of the tim and gendall weekend podcast where me and him sit down and have a good chat about our weekends dom harrington with the introduction he is an olympian and if you want to drop us an intro if you want to do the intro all you got to do is slide into our dms we are at Tim and Gendel on Instagram. So last week when we we were chatting, Gendel um, came up with this game. This is a new game, the David Attenborough game, where you have to say a name of a celebrity or uh, somebody in the public eye, public view, um, and everybody has to agree that they're a nice person. David Attenborough. Everybody agrees. There's not one person in the that's world that's why you that can't say David him. That's why you can't. That's say why you him. can't say him. So Gendel thinks he's come up with another name, um, but we never got round to finding
1: who it who it was. Okay. Um, and evidently, I'm wrong because this is goes back to Dom because Dom messaged me saying that his wife Tara doesn't like this man. Oh, so, okay. My, the guy I was suggesting that I think everyone likes was Jack Nicholson, right? Edgy Ah. men think he's cool, women think he's cool. I thought apparently Tara thinks he's a bit scary, not a fan. So there you go, I was wrong, I've been proved wrong. I've had quite a lot of people messaging in with their suggestions though. Our friend Jack Nicholson isn't he like a bit of a Trump supporting weirdo? Is he? Yeah, oh, I was way off. I
0: read something, I read something about Jack Nicholson not too long ago, really. Um, yeah. No. Oh, okay. He's had a bit of an outburst, didn't he? And he said, hang on, I'm probably just slandered. Allegedly, he did. Allegedly. My lawyers told me. Uh, yeah, I'm maybe sure he did um, something.
1: Maybe he's not the one then. I'm just trying to find. We had a few people shout out. Uh, hang on.
2: James, I know, I know James someone. Goldsworthy. I know some- yeah. He
1: suggested Tom Selleck. Everyone loves Magnum PI, he said. Not a bad shout. Romanizer there be loads of women that don't like it. Yeah, maybe. Um, A sexist
0: womanizer,
1: isn't he? Our friend Kat McKenzie was bombarding me with them all oh, weekend. Yeah. So she suggested Captain Tom, Holly Willoughby. The thing is, they're not global enough. Like, I have to say, right, think okay. global. Think global, because if people go, I don't know who they are, then they're not going to, that doesn't count. They're going to go, oh, I don't know who that is. Don't know who Holly, Holly Willoughby. Holly Willoughby. <laughs> I agree, everyone likes Holly Willoughby in the UK. Do they? Maybe some people don't. Then she came back. So I said, think global cat. So she came back with Cher. I'm not sure everyone I'm not sure everyone in the world loves Cher.
0: Sonny didn't love Cher, did he?
1: I don't know. Um, and her husband. Yeah. And then she came back with the rock, which I think was her strongest reply. Which I think a lot of people like the rock, don't they? Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. So that's quite yeah, strong. Yeah, he's good. That is good. But anyway, I still think I think the strongest... Oprah Winfrey. Yes, we've had an Oprah Winfrey. she said Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, maybe. I think she's quite loved, isn't she? I still think the strongest one at the moment is Morgan Freeman, actually.
0: No way. Tom Hanks. You think, he said it last week. Do you week.
1: think Morgan Freeman over Tom Hanks? Let's do a poll on the Instagram. That's a good shout. The, the Hanks v. Freeman. Paul
0: We could do a nicest people in the world kind of world cup knockout stages um oh, yeah. battle couldn't we Yeah that'd be good you know put like Cuba Gooding Jr up against um Would he make it in Holly Willoughby <laughs> Where, did know, Q- just, I, Where did Cuba I Gooding I literally got no idea what why Cuba Gooding Jr's
1: name popped into my yeah. head then He's nice though I isn't he I think so don't know. don't really know him Um all right well yeah that's that was just it just reminded me because Dom did the intro. Thanks, Dom, for the intro. And thanks, Tara, for putting me straight on Jack Nicholson. So he's out the running now. Um, all right, yeah, Simmigan's weekend podcast. So this, this podcast is kind of about us having a chat every Monday, isn't it? Catching up as best mates, seeing how we're doing, um, which is why we like to give a little shout-out to a charity that we support and we really love, uh, a charity called Calm, which is the Campaign Against Living Miserably, because they like to endorse getting in touch with your friends, having a chat, and uh, it's, you know, a charity that if you're ever in trouble and you need to talk to someone, if you're struggling with mental health or anything, really, you can get in contact with them. The website is thecalmzone.net, and they've got a number 0800 585858 and there's a web chat on the website that you can talk to someone if you ever need to. Absolutely. Um, so Friday then. Well, should we rate our weekends? Oh, yeah. I've not done that for a while. We always forget to do that. We forgot about that last week as well. Go on. Rate your weekend then out of 10. Mm. Didn't have the
0: best weekend, really. Wasn't the worst weekend. 7.3.
1: Ooh, okay. That's all right. That's pretty good scored normally. Yeah. I'm going to go not the same. Mine wasn't bad. On average, it was a good weekend, but it, there was one big letdown. So I'm gonna go five five point oh. five. Oh, one big letdown. Yeah, massive letdown. Five point five. Uh, all right, let's do Friday. Then hit the Friday button. You got it there. I'll cut. I'll cut this pause out. <laughs> Friday, Friday. What did you do on Friday night? Got a bad back on Friday, didn't I? Did you? From what?
0: Lifting a piano. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean that'll do it. I <laughs> um. You,
1: uh, why were you lifting a piano?
0: What, so on your own? I be, well, I became addicted over. The, so last week, um, randomly, I ended up. I was randomly sorting out the um, bookmarks tab on my Google Chrome. You know, you like you put all your bookmarks in order on
2: your. <laughs> your oh,
0: bookmarks. Yeah. And I found an old folder called other bookmarks and I started going through and looking at my other bookmarks folder. and I mean it's there's some random stuff in there like really I've got like a folder called computer fix bike graphics and stuff um, and it's all stuff that I used to use like editing and things well anyway I came across a tab called free cycle I was like oh remember that and I used to go on free cycle all the time and it's a bit i th- i guess it was kind of pushed to the back since facebook marketplace came out but it's essentially a website for free stuff so you just you, you join up freecycle and then you find an area so around me we've got there's a streetly group a lichfield group a birmingham group Warsaw group and you join these groups and it's just people giving away stuff for free but genuinely can be the most randomest things in the world it could be like hey i'm getting rid of nine roof tiles or some woman the other day was getting rid of a bottle of Ford Fiesta antifreeze. I mean, it's like random stuff. However, got back on it. i logged in again, just went, you know, I wanted to see what was going on. So I clicked on it. I had to register my detail or, or like get my, find my password again and all that stuff. Got on there. Somebody around the corner from me was giving away a piano. I was like, I quite want a piano. Have you got a piano <laughs> at your house? Free piano. So we got a piano. No. Yeah. What
1: kind? Got piano. What, just a standard? With the keys? <laughs> standard, like, wall normal one. Yeah. Oh, man, you've got to get my mum around. She will rip that thing up. We used to have a piano when we were kids. My mum can play.
0: Your mum can play the piano? Yeah. I
1: don't know if she still can. No. She can. My mum can play it's the like piano. a bike, it. If you can play the piano, you can always play it, can't you? I haven't heard her play since I was a kid. Maybe she's rubbish. She just seemed good when we were
0: kids. <laughs> Get around. Well, she can do chopsticks. She your mom can... can knock out chopsticks. Well, she used to come already.
1: to our primary school and play the piano when we all sang as kids.
0: Oh, that is the most embarrassing thing I have ever heard. What? Your
1: mum was the piano lady. Yeah, the piano lady <laughs> <laughs> she used to go into the primary school and she'd go at the front and everyone would like go, it's your mum, it's your mum. It's yeah. Mrs. Gendon." She'd be like waving. Oh, yeah. my God, that's too good. Yeah, she did that a bit. Um,
0: She's good. She, oh, she used cannot to be. I can't believe good. I've not seen your mum play the piano. Well, maybe she
1: can't play anymore.
0: Why didn't she play it at your wedding? Oh, she she's well, not that was good. There.
1: She's not oh. she can't. I don't think she's that I don't know. I can't she's it's very basic, I think. But I don't know if she, I if she can even remember. She might not be able to. But um get her over. I will. I will now the restrictions are being lifted yeah. and I
0: can hug people. Yeah. Um that's dead good. So, yeah, got a piano Friday night. Went and picked it up, didn't I? Round the corner. Got my Uncle Buck in his van. Um, my dad and uh, the three of us went and manhandled this piano into my front room. Does sound a bit shonky. Don't know if that's my version of Chopsticks or the tuning of the piano. Can you <laughs> play Chopsticks? But, um... Oh, just a bit, mate.
1: Can you? Where um, is it? In the like front ra- In the lounge?
0: It's in the kitchen, in, the case, in like yeah. the you know the kitcheny bit, yeah, up against the wall. Fits perfectly. There's a nice little slot for it. Well, Lila plays the piano at her singing lessons, and Sonny, actually, when he goes, my mom, my mom could play the piano as well. When Sonny goes to my mom and dad's, he will sit there on the piano and just play. He absolutely loves it. Really, um, and his favorite um, song is "I'm Still Standing." And every night, I have to read him the Elton John book. So um, I think he's Elton John, John book. We've got um. There's a series of books called Little People, Big Dreams, and it's about cool people that have done rad things with their lives. So like Muhammad Ali and Emily Pankhurst, um, Coco Chanel, Elton John. You get all these people, and it's about them growing up and being rad, like yeah, cool, cool people that do cool things with their lives. Uh, and one of the one of the books we've got is Elton John, and it's about how he learnt to play the piano as a little boy and obviously went on to be the rocket man.
2: Yeah.
0: And, uh, but Sonny loves that book, but he also loves I'm still standing. So I don't know, maybe he might be the next Elton John, which means I am going to be rich. Yeah. You can have my Elton John suit. (laughs) <laughs> Still hanging up in my hanging up
1: in my uh, cupboard that I got. I Go on, how much do you pay for it? Never no, going to say. Never going to say. The back story to this is: give you the short version. People, listeners who never have we ever talked about this on the podcast? I don't know if we, we have. have yeah, oh, yeah, we have. I bought an Elton John suit at a silent auction after I'd had a few pints, and. Uh, it's a Versace one. It's hanging in my, <laughs> hanging in my, <laughs> hanging in my wardrobe. But I've never told anyone how much I spent on it, and I never will because it makes the story way better. Even though it wasn't yeah, actually it that much. Um, yeah, you can have it. I'll pass it on to Sunny on his wedding day, and he has to wear it. He'll never wear it. It's her ugliest suit you've ever seen. That'd be good.
0: Um, so yeah, nice. got a piano. Manhandled that in uh, pizza night in it Friday night. So we uh, <laughs> smashed out the pizzas. Yes. Smashed out the pizzas. People we're getting a lot of messages about the pizzas. People loving the pizzas. Yeah, we did. I uh, still did. didn't get a pizza stone, but I've got news about pizzas, big news, and that comes on Sunday, so let's hold that thought. Uh, we, did also, a, we did get
1: a – shall I quickly – we did get a message from someone about a Yeah, pizza, go on. About a pizza oven, just while I'm on the uh, – I'm trying to fill time.
0: Oh, no, it's – no, hang on. No, 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 i not what you're going to read. You're going to read the message we had about um, someone saying go and buy one. Go and oh. buy a
1: pizza oven. From Malcolm buy Johnson. Love the podcast. A wee bit behind the curve, but uni pizza ovens are money well spent. Thanks, Malcolm. But, Tim, yeah, you're not buying, are you? You're still making. Well, let's still make it.
0: Let's find out where
1: Malcolm lives, and I think we should go
0: around and try one of his, uh, one of his pizzas out of yeah. his uni oven. Is that an, is that, was that an invite, Malcolm? Thank you.
1: Thanks, Malcolm.
0: Well, now we can hug. Me and Gendel come around and give you a hug, and we'll have a...
1: Pepperoni. Round. Please. Um, Lovely. All right, so Pizza uh, and Friday. Then
0: watched, uh, yeah, Lucy had a night on Zoom with the girls, and then I watched Sherpa on Netflix. Oh. Documentary. Good. Documentary about the Sherpas that help the uh, rich Westerners climb Everest. Mm. Yeah, it is good. Mm. Riveting. Riveting. Oh,
1: all Watch. right. I've watched the trailer a few times. Nice. Corner. How did you actually, tw- did, you, did you twinge your back in one go? Or was it, it just hurt that evening? That hurt that evening. I was like, oh, that
0: piano is a bit heavy. We went to pick it up from a very posh road around the corner. If you, if you don't know the West Midlands, it's posh. Uh, but there's an even posher part of the West Midlands where I live um, called Roman Road. And it's where all the footballers live and all the rich people and doctors. And uh, we picked the piano up from there, just off Roman Road uh, from a very, Rich house, rich family. Is that where George Michael um, used to live? Yeah. Did he live on Roman Road? Uh, yeah. Yeah, my dad, de- my dad delivered the papers down there. My dad delivered uh, Roger Moore's newspaper. Told you Sweet. that story, haven't I? Maybe um, it was uh, George Michael's old piano. So, what I was gonna say was, this piano used to belong to George Michael. Oh, um, cool. So I went in and <laughs> went into. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't George Michael's piano.
1: No, he... And now I'd buy that from a silent auction. Yeah. He'd have a grand one as well. He wouldn't just have a normal one. Have any of the kids caught their fingers in it yet? In the... Yes.
0: Yeah. In the flap down bit. Oh, yes, Sonny.
1: Deadly. Sonny's already slammed his arm in it. Uh,
0: anyway, very nice, well-to-do family. I walk in there with my uncle Buck that sounds like a coal miner. He's from um, Darleston in Warsaw. So he talks and he's like, wow, nice, you know, Ooh, you know, as he walks in and... Uh, So, I'm trying to get in and out as quickly as possible. And in doing so, I pretty much try and lift the piano on my own out of the house. Out of embarrassment. Out of embarrassment for me, my dad, and my uncle, Buck, in there. But um, yeah, so I
1: I just hurt my back, really. Mm. Good. That's cool. You got a piano, though. Good.
0: What do you do Friday? Uh,
1: Friday. So, I've also got an injury. I. On Wednesday night, I know this is off, we don't talk about things that don't happen at the weekend, but I have to tell you that on Wednesday night, I've pulled my hamstring so bad, it like playing football, like twanged like a guitar string snapping, had to limp myself off football. So all weekend I've been like an injured, like loser, basically, (laughs) like a feeble, limpy limpy old man old man so um so yeah hence why my weekend hasn't been very action-packed but friday was probably the most busy so i went out to i've written like a little short film so me and jonno came up our friend John verity a bit of a regular on the podcast sends in a few messages but um we've written a little film and we went out to the to essex he came and pick, he had to come and pick me up because i can't walk basically because of my leg He came and picked me up, and then we went out to Essex to just have a little recce of some locations. So did that. That was really quite nice, actually. Um, It's found some It's going to be another one of your
0: films that you and Jono make, and don't ask me to be in, because I'm the best actor out of all of us.
1: I always ask you. You were in the last one. What was this one? Well, you were in the Married in Lockdown one. Well, this one, it's still a bit of a loose plan. So I don't really want to say too much about it. Well I can, but Don't bother mate. It might change. It's basically about two it's basically about a couple of guys on a cycle ride and things things happen. But it's it's one of those things that you know when you write it and then you kind of doubt it about a day later and go, oh, I'm never gonna make that. But I think we actually will make it at some point. But it's quite a good idea, but it's quite ambitious. Could be quite quite uh
0: a difficult well, shoot. The
1: thing is, well, the thing is, right,
0: You, we, you, mainly you, we, all of us, we, we've, we've made a lot of movies, made a lot of things. And like Dom said actually at the start, <laughs> seamless this, Dom said how he was in our lockdown movies and that lockdown projects was mine and Gendel's um, filming company that we had back in the early 2000s, before lockdown was even a thing. Uh, and that's called Lockdown Projects. And we used to make snowboard films, and we've made a lot of short movies. But you are now, and this is what I was going getting to, the, the simple fact is that you've kind of done the little movies now. And so when you say it's ambitious, actually, this is just the next step up. Mm. You need to start making bigger and grander films and short films now. Don't you really? Yeah.
1: Well, it's still, um, it's, not a, it's not a sketch. It's, I reckon it would probably be about an eight-minute film, which is All like, right. a, you know, a kind of normal kind of short film. Thing. But, um, but it's just, it's, you know, there's, there's a kind of, a, not an action sequence, but there's a bit of an... Well, count me in. Count action, did you say?
0: Yeah, me I mean, in. it's not like... Because when I was talking about my acting skills, that is where I excel, in
1: action. Yeah, you can't even lift a piano. <laughs> <laughs> think of me as like a tom cruise yeah figure. it's just one of those things that you think you write it and you go that's that'll be easy to do and then you go actually there's quite a few complications there and that could be harder than you think but then again anything's possible so it might take a few little tweaks here and there but it was quite fun and i think it, yeah you've got to do it haven't you but it's, it's classic it's me and john are going let's make something with no money at all and asking for favours off everyone and doing it all for free. I've
0: got 30 quid you can have.
1: Might need that. Um,
0: I instantly regret offering you my last 30 quid. Well,
1: you offered it. So that was quite good. Did that. It, it's kind of fun because then we realised that we, that we found a few spots. We are like, actually, ah, this is possible. We could all shoot it in quite a small area and hopefully do it all. But that was good. And then, check this. So while we were out... I think I've told you this before, but I haven't, I never mentioned it on the podcast. I've got an acting agent now. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know, I know, it's funny, isn't it? So, our friend Hersha Patel, who's an actress, she's a proper, she's a proper actress. She's, she's like legit, but she put me in contact with her agent just to have a chat. This is months and months ago. And I had a chat with this agent. And by the end of the, by the end of the, meeting she went oh i'll just take you on i'll start putting you forward for things if you want because i showed her a bit of tv stuff i've done she said i'll, I'll put you forward Mate, if you're going
0: to be in the friends reboot i'm going to be livid i'm not go on I'm what not. what did she she's phoned um, you up hasn't she
1: no she so i've done i've done like a couple like so she she basically you know it's not like anything too official but she put she went. Oh, I'll pu- I'll put your name forward for a few things because she gets like contacted about castings and stuff like that. So I was like, Yeah, yeah, do it. This was months ago. Barely heard anything from. I haven't really pursued much, but I've done I've done like one other video audition because it's all on video now. But then when I was out with Jono on Friday, she went. Oh, I've got you another audition for this uh, for this show. Can you record it over the weekend? So I said to Jono, Right, can we go back and film this audition? Uh, um, at your house, and just re- and then I can ping it off. So we went back to Jono's after we'd done the recce, and he helped me film it. And it was it was for a new show. I don't think I can say the show. I'm not meant to tell what the show is, but it's basically set in Dickensian England. So I have to play a Dickensian, uh, like it's a really small part, then a few lines, but like a Dickensian kind of doctor type guy. Yeah, which is not me. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I did about sixty takes trying to do a posh accent with Jono, and Jono, bless him, was just like the best at trying to help me do. But me doing a posh Dickensian voice. My final, my final, my final line was. (laughs) My final line was, "Wait, we haven't finished my apparatus." Something happens to my apparatus. And I, Is and it I was. Apparatus? Well, I did the first few as apparatus, you see. I said apparatus. And then yeah. I sent it off to, to the agent and said, How's this one? She went, Yeah, good. But I have to try doing it by saying apparatus instead. She thought that was how they oh. said it. So I had to redo it all then to apparatus. So basically, like Jono was brilliant at just filming me about 60 times, trying to do a posh Dickensian uh, character shouting apparatus. Loads of times. So
0: have you got the gig, then no, you know
1: there's no. I've sent it off. I've, you basically up, you record it, you pick your favorite take, you upload it, and then you wait. Uh, there's no way I'm going to get that job because some posh. Because as well, she was like, "You've got to hide hide your Midlands accent." She was like, "Try to get rid of your Midlands accent the best you can," and like, it's it, it's so hard because you know we've done so, we've done loads of TV stuff now, but we've always been ourselves it's just another world when you start trying to do accents and like really, yeah. it's just, it's just hard. And I was like, man, starting to like really realize it. it's like, it's just not easy. Is it? It's just not <laughs> easy doing, being someone else. That's good. But then again, but it's so fun to try. I love it. It's really fun to try. So anyway, I sent that off, but that was quite fun. Uh, can't see me ever getting that. But yeah. That was quite an accident. Quite an eventful Friday. It was, yeah. Did that, recorded that with Jono. Uh, then I went home, came back, saw Camilla, had some dinner, chilled out. It's good. Friday nice. done. Nice. Romeo done. Romeo done. Saturday, Saturday. What did you do on Saturday, Saturday? In the day, and of course, what did you do on Saturday?
0: Saturday, we, we, it was just was horrible, wasn't it? Saturday just rained all day, mm. minging. Yeah. you do Sunday dramas <laughs> at three o'clock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Literally, let's do Sunday. Yeah. I didn't do anything. Well, did they, you do anything? Well, we can skip over because, like I said, I, my ham. So after Friday, I, I was out and about way more than I should have been. So I decided that Saturday was full on hamstringy rest day. And uh, I think I spoke to you a bit on the phone, and you know, I was literally icing, icing, and I've bought a muscle gun. So I was hitting the old muscle gun hard, and then yeah. I hit the shakti mat that you got me for my birthday. Anyone doesn't know what nice. a shakti mat is? It's a mat with spikes on. So I had a—it's the modern day bed of nails, Gendo. Yeah, it's the modern day bed of nails. Yeah, as um, it's, it's brutal as a bed of nails as well, but. Yeah, I was I was just chilling really on Saturday. I didn't really do too much. What else have I got in my notes? Crossword. That's how exciting it is. Got crossword in my notes for Saturday. <laughs> me and Camilla you got are a, loving, have you got a, loving the crosswords. Have you got a little one to test me on? Uh yes, I have actually. This is one Go I, on, I got. I got straight away. Yes, hang on then. Hang on, hang on. This let is, me just this, get the, let me just check the, the letters because because if I get one really out of the blue and Camilla goes, Oh, well done. Then I think I'll remember that one and I asked him. So it is two words. Hang on then. One, two, three, five, seven. Wait there. So two words, seven and five. And the clue the clue was hierarchy. I got I I got this by now. No you I did. It's one of them. For some reason I think I'm a bit better at the two word ones. Two words, seven and five. The clue, hierarchy. Um, I mean, good game's a fast game.
0: You can have a guess. Um, hierarchy. Do you know what I've been doing this whole time? I've been just trying to adjust the audio settings on my podcast. That's a Soundboard. bit like you're Googling. No, I'm not. So hierarchy, five and seven No, seven, seven and five, five. Um, uh, Seven would be Bored
1: Who's oh, ringing me mate. now? I'm not it's being my funny sister. I get so much stick from my phone buzzing and stuff And you're, the last few weeks you've had like three phone calls I oh know, it's my little sister Just recording the Tim and Gendall Weekend
0: Podcast Episode 31 You are live, do not swear
1: <laughs> Hello Are
0: you alright? Yeah, well, I don't want to say what I'm going to say because it'll put you in a good light. Go on, what do you want to (laughs) say? No, not really. I just just need your fashion advice. I cannot. This is not staged, by the way. Really, Al? (laughs) (laughs) Gendel says, really, Al? Yeah, because I haven't got Gendel's number. That's the only
1: thing.
2: I was going to
0: say.
1: No.
0: Well, actually, it's good that you both aren't there, actually. Well, it's not going to. Joe's not going to list to this, so that's fine. I need to buy some sunglasses for a birthday, and I am just so inept. I've, like, become that husband that just wants their wife to just go and buy all their clothes for them every six
3: months.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's don't me and Gendal. that is. I don't
1: know what's fashionable. I don't know what's current. I don't
0: even want to know. Don't buy any glasses, Al. i got a second-hand pair you can have. <laughs> I'll send them over. <laughs> I'll call you once I'm done. Yeah, all right. Love you. Bye. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Seven and five. Um, Should have asked Al. She probably would have got it.
1: Um, Hierarchy. Yeah, hierarchy. Give me the. Do you want me to give you the first, the first letter of each word? I mean, the thing is, is
0: like you're you'd you'd already be in the crossword zone. You're like springing this on me mid like mid. You asked for it.
1: Did I? Yeah, you said Um. "Give, give me one. Go on Look, the first, give me the, the first letter. letter of each word, P-O. Parole board. No, o, P-O. Um, P and O ferries. No, not. No. So I'll just tell, Post t- office. T- tell you the second word. Post office. No, not office. No. It's. Postal. No, no. it's not postal. What's that got to do okay. with hierarchy? Nothing. Um, it's something order. The second word is order. Yes. Hierarchy. I'd have got that as well. You're right. I'm just gonna tell you because this is dragging now. Go on then. Pecking order. Mm. There you go. Bet some people at home got that. If you did, let us know. I <laughs> will no, get you another. Absolutely don't let us know. there will be another crossword. Crossword cross word, word that Gendel got easy next week. I'm gonna make a jingle <laughs> for that. <laughs> Gendel don't. got it easy. Can you get it too? Unbelievable. Um.
0: I'm good at crosswords sometimes. Anyway, Saturday, right? Uh, have I told you that I've, I want to convert a van into a camper van?
1: No. How's the, other, I want the to... pizza oven going, by the way?
0: We'll get onto that Sunday. All
1: right.
2: So,
0: yeah. Go on, um, then. You want to convert
1: a van? I'm going to
0: buy an old van, panel van, and I'm going to convert it into a camper van. Cool. I've been wanting to do this for ages. So. On Saturday afternoon, we went to look for vans, drove over to Tamworth to this place that sells vans, got there, it was closed, so I looked at them through the fence. <laughs> like oh, I've been there. a poor, I've been like a there. poor child uh, standing outside Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory mm, yeah. looking through the wrought iron bars. That was me on
1: Saturday in Tamworth. I was like me in when I went round down to the bathroom shop to look at bathroom stuff and it was closed and I just looked at taps through the window. <laughs> It's really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, what kind of van do you want to get then? Like a Sprinter van or something or, or like, yeah. a, like a like VW or something or what? Well,
0: Sprinters, yeah,
1: ab- absolutely that. Sprinters, from what I can garner,
0: that they seem to be a bit overpriced just because of the name. It's like, oh, I need a Sprinter. But as long as you get something that's a relative good runner, all those big engine vans now—they're all all right. Do you know what I mean? As long mm-hmm. as they're mechanically, they're they're pretty sound. The backs are much for muchness really, size wise, long wheelbase. But the conundrum I have is because uh, I've essentially got seventy-five children, um, I have to. It, I've got a quite a quandary as to what I put in the back and how I configure the back because do you have beds do you have permanent beds do you have beds that you construct every night you want to go to sleep do you put a kitchen in do you have a toilet all these things so i'm enjoying that process more than the actual looking and Mm. building i mean i haven't even bought a van i can't even afford a van to be honest um is the is the bottom line but
1: um you should go over and have a look at camilla's mom and dad's van because it's amazing just have a look at it out the design because the design's really good inside of how it, yeah
0: of how they've it, got a per that's got a permanent bed, hasn't it? So well, the bed's no, permanently made. No, it folds
1: down. It it folds down, but it's like it's two seats the two, at the, the back, two, like that.
0: Yeah, the two bench seats.
1: Yeah, with a flap that yeah. flaps down into the middle and it's so and it's so easy to flip up. Like it's it's really good. It's a really good design. It's like everything about it, it's been been designed quite cleverly. But um yeah, yeah you should go have a look. Go over and have a look at it. So that was Saturday. That nice. was it, mate. Yeah. So when do you um, want went- to get that for this summer to do some UK staycationing? stay-cationing.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, that was the plan. But like I said, I don't have a great deal of money, to be honest. But the, the kitting out of the back of it, I could do really simply. And that's not actually that much money. And I think all I'd literally do is insulate it like clad and insulate the back um i've got to have five seats in it because of the kids so um five seat belts for me loose and the three kids and then um five beds Mm. and that's all i'd really do i'm not interested in a kitchen and hot and cold water and all this rubbish and you know still have like a little tent outside to cook in um but just have somewhere nice that you can cruise and chill and drive around in a big van and
1: yeah that's cool yeah. yeah.
0: Been doing a lot of Googling. But that was it. That's Saturday. That was it. Nice. Shall we find out what our merry old listeners have been doing? Yeah. Let's do it. All right, then. Here we go. So, our first listener story, believe it or not, comes all of the way from New Zealand. Oh, Yeah, this is uh, Mr. Ed Lee.
2: One of the best life hacks I've ever been gifted came to me this weekend. I'm a massive fan of the North Face tent mule. It's like a, my friends describe it as a crock for the mountains. I think that they're sleeping bags for your feet. But anyway, if you've got a set of slippers... How often do you wear socks in them? Not that often. So they tend to start smelling. And a mate of mine who runs uh, Flooring Extra saw me in them and said, hey, you need this. Give me a corner of some carpet and said, just take your insoles out, draw around them on the carpet and then cut them out and tuck the carpet into your slippers. Unbelievable. (laughs) It's like walking around on air. And your shoes don't smell. It's so ridiculously comfy. I can't believe I haven't done it before. Uh, carpet in your slippers, best thing ever.
1: I don't understand why they still don't smell, though. Surely, like, the, the top of the slippers would still get a bit sweaty and smell. But um, Yeah,
0: I guess they would. My slippers stink.
1: Yeah. I, I bought washable machine, washable ones. So you can give them a little spruce. Spruce round the old machine so there you
0: go how about that for a little bit of a life hack thanks so Eddie not only are we um, entertaining we're also
1: informative on this podcast keep your life hacks coming that could be a regular thing that could I know be. we ask for we ask for anecdotes of what you do done Don't, doesn't have to be just tell us anything
0: mm. our next little listener story comes in courtesy of as you mentioned him earlier on John O'Verity friend of the podcast
3: Hello, Tim and Gendel, it's John O'Verity. Well, in answer to your question as to has anyone listened to all of your episodes? Yes, I have. All of them. And I love them. They're brilliant. But anyway, I digress. What have I done this weekend? Well, it was, it was pretty good, but yesterday was the best day. I went boating in the park, Victoria Park, with Hersha, And then after that, I legged it off to a place where I was able to ride my BMX on jumps and it's just the best feeling ever. It's so good. Uh, And the jumps get quite big, way too big for a 45 year old on what is ultimately a a child's bike. But (laughs) uh, I can't really describe how much fun it is. It's so fun and uh, the jumps are brilliant. And then you get down to the bottom and you have to just run up the hill and go and do them all again and i managed to get away without falling off and giving myself a good kicking which is always a bonus so that's been my my fun time of the weekend and uh hope you like it bye
1: oh so he's, that's his fun time it? wasn't hanging out with me on friday then thanks johnny i know
0: that's embarrassing you mention
1: that it? um he's quite good to get away with not hurting himself he's normally always falling off well done um, Right, we've had a, a really lovely message on Instagram from Mr. Chris Peacock. I'm going to read this out. Hey guys, it's only taken me 31 episodes. He listens to them all as well, Jono. There you go. But wanted to give you both a shout out for the weekend podcasts. Lockdown was really hard because I'm an outdoorsy person hikes with the Huskies, days out with my 10 year old girl to the theme parks, zoos, touristy places, local events, etc. But your podcast, Your podcasts have been really good at keeping me entertained with laughing out loud many times on walks. Tim has been great support helping with me with my snowboard progression too. And his other podcasts with Lauren or the Apreski or Virtual Log Cabin have been awesome and keeping me connected. Stop it. Albeit virtually to the things in life I strive about. I've grown very fond of hearing him talk about his adventures too. I hope you guys continue these podcasts for some time as they really are beneficial more than you can imagine, I'm sure. It would be great to have a Shred somewhere someday, even Wheredale and I'll buy Gendel some curly fries and Tim a brew dog to say thanks for your efforts. Additionally, my 10-year-old daughter had her very first snowboard lesson by Stu at Snowzone, Zone Yorkshire on Sunday. This was a monumental day for sure. What a nice message. Thank you, Chris Peacock. That is really Chris. lovely. Thanks, That's dude. good, isn't it?
0: Yeah. You nice. know, I've had, a, I've had a really good idea. Go on. I've just thought of a TV show we can make. It's called Well You Did Offer. That's the name of it. And we just travel around the UK taking people upon their offers. So he said he'll buy you curly fries and me a brew dog. Let's literally drive to his house and get him to put his money where his mouth is. Yeah. It's like when people <laughs> say, yeah, you can stay anytime. Or anytime. <laughs> Any, anytime. Mate, Marcus has offered us one of his uni pizzas out of his oven. Yeah, we could do a tour.
1: That's what I just said. Tim again the weekend, aren't we?
0: Yeah. Um, nice. Lovely message. Thanks for your message. Uh, we've just had one as well, another one in hot off the press. Joe Rackley, who uh, crashed his mountain bike into a tree last life? week. Well, he said, do you know what? My thigh is still hurting. Obviously not as bad, but if I squat or rub it, it's still well achy. Ooh. I did say that it takes ages to heal when you're old. does, man. <laughs> tell me um, about it. Tell me about it. Well done, Joe Rackley. Hey, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, guys. Really really nice to have your little stories. Yeah, keep them coming. Um, It's always nice to know what you've been doing. Here we go, then.
1: Interested.
0: I want to know know about about your Sunday
2: morning. And afternoon and evening too.
0: Right, so... Sunday, Sunday was the big day. It was the Wings for Life world run which you've been building up for <sighs> for the whole year. Mate, I know. But well, you snapped your hamstring on Wednesday and i have spent all weekend icing it. Did you run?
1: No. I ah. didn't. It was impossible. I um do you know what? I actually even I did wake up on on Sunday. I I spent all yeah, like I say, all day Saturday icing muscle gun, all that malarkey. And then I just Woke up Sunday. I stood up, did a few little jumps on the spot. It's just no, not happening. Not happening. So uh, yeah, that was why at the start I said I had a huge disappointment. So I only got a five out, five point five score over the weekend because I couldn't do the wings for life. World run. I was gutted. But yeah, like Joe said, at our age, you don't heal very quick, and you just no. can't. You can't go for a run with a pulled hamstring. It's just. It's, you Know it's just not going to work, is it? So nope. that was very disappointing. But, um, well done to everyone who did do the Wings for Life World run. My sister ran it. I've seen loads of people who uh put good times in, and and yeah, quite, quite I've seen a few people
0: screen grabbing their times and stuff. I stupidly said that I was going to run it or whatever. I, said. I mean, I don't run, I'm big fat daddy Tim. I big fat daddy Tim doesn't run, um, so but basically. I've seen a few screen grabs of people that said they were going to run it. Well done, to, like Kendall says. Well done to everybody that did run. If you ran, well done. But loads of people. My, my one mate, Davey,
1: ran twenty k. I know it's it's one of those runs it's amazing. you see people putting their putting their um, distances up because. But yeah, if you didn't hear this last week or you don't know what the Wings for Life World Run is, you you start running and then this thing called a catcher car when they did it for real this catcher car would start half an hour later and it would catch you up and when it catches you up you're out of the race but obviously because the, the finish line the finish line basically chases you yeah. doesn't it chases you down but because it was virtual you did it all on an app this year so you'd start and then this this virtual catcher car would catch you up and knock you out of the race but i think everyone that ever does the, the wings for life world run goes further than they think because they probably set a goal of 10k or something, and then they realise the catcher car still isn't there, and they can you know can push on. And I think people generally keep going, yeah, do quite like big distances. That's why I was quite gutty because I've never done it before.
0: I wanted to see how far I could go. Another friend, James Mills, he ran 10k.
1: Very impressed.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's that was good. good.
1: Yeah, so well done everyone who did it. Next year, man. Next year, we'll do it. We'll do it together. Yeah, man. I'm not missing it again. But yeah, pretty gutted about that. So uh, I had to settle for a crossword again. Yeah. And what, well, another one? Another crossword. Just,
0: this, this. Well,
1: we treated ourselves, actually. We went out for the first time, went out and had food out somewhere and ate out, had a, had a brunch, had a nice Sunday morning brunch over the road at this uh, Turkish cafe by our house. It was really nice sat and did the crossword Good. in the sun beautiful that was a nice treat <laughs> holy crap man
0: getting into crosswords <laughs> we didn't just do you the crossword. crossword with you
1: well it's on it's on an app it's on camilla's phone so we just uh, i mean that wasn't all we did but we did do a little bit of crosswording but then we realized we couldn't really concentrate because we were just watching the world's so I and mean, we sacked it off so we didn't oh, okay. finish that one um well, that was nice nice sunday morning then we went to, there's a jumble sale right next to us as well. So we were like, should we have a walk around the jumble sale? Walked over the jumble sale. The, gu- the kid on the door went, it's a pound, pound to come in. Ooh. We were like, oh, can we tap in? Have you got the card thing? No, nope. it's cash only. Went to Tesco to get some cash. Came back with 10 quid. Walked over to him. Got no change, mate. Got no change. Of course change. he didn't. Didn't have change. So didn't have change. Had to go back to the shop. Bought some chewing gum just to change the tenner. To go back, walked back, got in. Walked around the jumble sale, walked around for about four minutes and, uh, and then it closed and everyone packed up their stores, and we came back. So <laughs> <laughs> we missed, kind of missed the jumble sale, really. Probably oh, due to man. trying to get change. So, yeah, didn't get anything from the jumble sale. Came home, watched Formula 1 and the Man U game. Watched Man U beat Villa. That was nice, wasn't it, Timo? Not really.
0: I knew that was coming. Gendal's a Man United fan and I'm a Villa fan
1: um
2: but tell them about your text
1: tell them about your text that you sent me so
0: so well well should we align let's align our sundays so um uh woke up hello sunday kids went off to cambridge with my mom and dad in the car for a day out how nice was that mom and dad took the kids um so me and lucy had a bit of a blitz around the house we've we have this Basically, we just don't get a lot of time. So we blitz the kids' bedrooms because you can't clear up their bedrooms when they're there. Or when I say clear up, I mean throw out their toys that they don't use anymore or give them over the fence to the next door neighbour. You can't do that because they go, I like that. I play with that. That's my favourite. You haven't seen this in 10 years. No, but I love that one. So anyway. When the kids aren't here, we get to go through their bedrooms and throw away all of their plastic things that they don't like. So uh, we did that, which was really nice. And then, yes, 2 o'clock, sat down with you to watch the Villa game. And one of the Villa players is a guy called um, Traore, Bertrand Traore. He's from Burkina Faso. Of course, the capital of Burkina Faso is Ouagadougou
2: mm.
0: Anyway, he's, uh, he's very good going forward, very good attacking player, but defensively he's terrible. And Man United were looking quite good down the left-hand side, um, which is Traore should have been mucking in, should have been doing his defensive duties, and he wasn't. And you were getting loads of possession down the left-hand side. And I texted you to say, Traore is terrible. He's absolutely, defensively, he's absolutely, and literally, as I pressed send, Your text
1: said, your exact words were, Traore is a bystander. Oh, yeah. That's what you wrote. And as I read the text, I looked across at my screen and go on, what did he do? And it scored probably one of the best goals of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He literally put it in the top corner as I finished reading his name. Um, yeah, yeah it was classic fo- That was classic football fan timing, that was. Slagged him off and then he did the business for you. Did the business. Uh, Villa went on
0: to lose um, 2-1. 3-1. And that was it. 3-1. Was it and 3-1 you turned off for the of third goal. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I was literally closing my laptop down as... Um, Cavani scored the header. <laughs>
1: really? Yeah. I was like, well, I'm come Click. <laughs>
2: Clunk. Literally.
0: That is literally what happened.
2: Oh. Oh. So uh,
0: that was that Sunday. And then, mate, pizza oven.
2: Yeah,
1: go on.
0: Properly started. Mixed all the cement. Actually made it. Like, built the form. Like, built the cement thing. The dome.
1: Yeah. Really? Well, that's it. Yeah. That's what? That's so it. now is it just drying out? It's drying
0: out, and then I've got to put another layer on. Another layer. I mean, it, I'm, I'm weeks from eating pizza, mm. weeks away, but um, I've made a proper start When do you
1: put the next layer on, then? Um,
0: potentially tomorrow. Mm. i I tell you about my mate, Lee, who runs Baked in Brick in Birmingham? I yeah. think I told you about this. been messaging him today, so he's telling me what to do. So, mm. yeah, um, and that was Sunday, mate. That was it. Did my pizza oven. Kids came back, threw them into bed. Yeah, That's literally it.
1: Nice. Yeah. yeah, pretty similar to me really. After the game, chilled out, made some dinner, watched Spider Man Homecoming. Um, oh, a good movie! It is good. Still like ploughing our way through the Marvel films. Camilla,
3: Camilla's got an amazing.
1: End, Camilla's got an amazing skill. I've noticed with the Marvel films of like she can watch the, an insane action sequence with people jumping off buildings and doing stuff, but then she'll pick up on something quite. Small like a continuity error. <laughs> it will just annoy you. So we watched the bit where he's just climbed the monument, the, the, the Washington monument, massive action seat, saved everyone in yeah, the lift yeah. that's about to fall. Incredible action sequence, completely over the top, superhero stuff. And Camilla goes, oh, I'm a little bit surprised that that teacher wasn't a bit more worried that Peter Parker wasn't on that school trip and he'd gone missing. <laughs> But what, that's what you're picking up from this.
3: Yeah. yeah I think not the, the, teacher, that-
1: the teacher would have been a little bit more concerned about one of the students not being around on a school trip. I was like, yeah, all
3: right.
0: That's good. Spider-Man, they're in it. <laughs> I always remember our Matty Harris, remember when he said that about we were watching Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones? Yeah. It's like, yeah, right. Like Indiana Jones is going to get through Germany in 1944, at the height of the war with no passports. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. All there right, we go. Uh, yeah. Sunday done. Shall we do uh, do the recommendo? I think it is about time um,
0: that we do that, which is why I'm stalling to do this. Gendo recommendo. Yeah. Ploughing through the world of TV and movies so you don't have to. Gendel's watching everything and letting you know what you
1: should and shouldn't watch. You haven't actually done any shouldn't watches, have you? No, because not. wouldn't be, really be a recommendo. That would be a recommend no. Oh, well, stop it. When I get a recommend no, you will all know. Um, no. Well, this is kind of a recommend no If because it might scare the bejesus. Us out of you uh oh yeah come on right so f- saturday night was fright night in the Gendel household we thought we'd have a break from from our regular marvel uh marveling and watch something scary proper popcorn lights off soundbar cranked up and we wa- and i basically i had been listening to it i listened to this movie podcast that was had the director of this film on and it's an old film back in 2005. A lot of you may have seen it. I'm not a big horror man, so I'd never seen it. But the way... I really like this director in this interview and they were raving about this film. Um, so I was like, Do you know what? I'm going to go back and watch that. That sounds really good and really interesting and quite, like, fairly low lowish budget but really well-done film, apparently. So, um, it, so we went back and we watched The Descent. You ever seen The Descent? No. So... It is quite low budget, a bit cheesy at times, but it's incredibly entertaining and terrifying as well. So basically, these five girls—well, uh, it starts off with with three three women, three friends—and they are they're kite they're they're on a raft. They're going down this white water raft. I don't even want to say what happens in the first two minutes. Basically, I'm not even going to say that because that, it was a bit, that was really out of the blue what happened. I'm not even going to set you up on that. But basically, something bad happens to one of the one of the women, and they decide to get back together a year later to come together as friends and do something. They're kind of adrenaline junkies. They like doing things, and they decide to go caving in America, which is like basically they kind of drop down this massive hole in uh, out in the woods and go down in some caves, and they plan to climb through these caves and find a route and blah, blah, blah. And obviously things go a bit awry, and it's... It was absolutely a horrific ninety minutes of uh, of our Saturday night <laughs> spent together. The, there's there's one jump scare in it. Well, it's for one they've got they've got a few things right. It's incredibly claustrophobic. If you are claustrophobic, I, I wouldn't even watch it. There's a bit where they're crawling through these little like rock caves oh yeah it, that was that was so anxiety inducing for me and i don't even think i'm claustrophobic and then and then some other things happened, which i'm not even going to say because it's best not knowing but it was brilliant it was such a good saturday night of like sheer fear and uh adrenaline and it was good it was really good apart from the foot there's one big jump scare in it that camilla jumped so hard she punched me in the testicles really hard <sighs> And it, like it really hurt. That took me out the film for a minute. We had to pause because I was in pain. But then we oh, got... she literally did. Punch oh, you in the she testicles. screamed so loud and swung, and I was like, oh! and that pause it. Um, <laughs> but it was really, it was really good. We loved it. We loved it. I think. Are you, I mean, are you are you a horror man? I've never really been a horror man, but I kind of. No, I I'm, can't... Not. I'm absolutely not. I think when they're done, when they're done quite well, they're really entertaining. And quite, it's quite good to be like I think that. Scream was the last horror movie I watched. Really? Well, you should give it's more this of a go. A
0: thriller, girl. isn't it? I guess. Yeah. Action thriller. Well, this is this is kind
1: me. of a thriller, but it is horror. I mean, there's yeah, there's some there's some terrifying cool. bits in it. Yeah. All right. But so there you go. That was it. But it is old. Um, and it where, do you, where did you watch it? I where did you it find it? On it's on all four actually, so it was, it's it's oh, a free okay. one. So that was why, yeah, it was quite lucky that I'd, I'd listened to this podcast and I found it on all four, and I was like, let's watch it tonight because that'll be kind of a good change. But it is old; I think it's like 2005 it came out, but it's well worth a watch. So go and watch it on all four while it's free. There you go.
2: Gendo, recommendo. All
1: right, should we check reviews? Oh man, I don't like this bit anymore.
0: Here we go. That's the wrong jingle. I know. Um, you've literally passed on the rubbish jingle pressing. Oh, I haven't got it. You're going to have to press it. Hang on. Have you got it? Yeah, I've got it here. Yeah. Oh, God.
1: Got do, do, do. Please give us a nice review. If you do, do, do. Then next week we'll say thank you. Right, this is the bit of the show where we check live if we've had any podcast reviews uh, we don't check beforehand, so there's a chance of awkwardness if we don't have any. Tim, do we have any this week?
0: Um, I mean, can you... Is the drum roll sound effect playing? No. No, okay.
1: It was before. <laughs> I don't know why it's not. I'm having
0: issues. Okay, here we go. Checking for a review. Scrolling down. Shows... not today no.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do the oh. sarcastic sound effect
0: Do the sar-
1: <laughs> sarcastic sound effect yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, well that's the risk of the check in live for reviews no review oh. okay so if you want to save our embarrassment guys just go and give us a five star review scroll down and uh, on your device and uh, give us a little review and we'll read it out next week and it stops us looking awkward like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all part of it, man. Part of the game. Thanks for re- your reviews before that, though. Uh, yeah. For
0: anyone that put in reviews, like Gendall says, you can leave us a review. And also, while we're on it, thanks a lot for listening. That's been the Tim Again Weekend Podcast.
1: Thank you, guys. Love you all. You're all brilliant. And uh, We do. We'll see you next time. We will take care. Have a
0: good day, and uh, again, I'll probably speak to you in half an hour. Yeah. You in half an hour. Okay.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: I just cooked dinner, you know.
4: Oh, really? What did you make? Um, I cooked
0: the most long-winded, convoluted. Uh, roasted red pepper macaroni cheese you can ever cook. It took just shy of two hours to cook mac and cheese.
4: Uh, well, that's, that's weird because I'm literally about to start making a roasted vegetable pasta dish from uh, a cookbook that my folks bought me.
0: So I've... that's what I did. It was from a cookbook. I've started to cook cook things from the cookbook now because they they, they literally become like extravagant dust collectors aren't they cookbooks really yeah
4: you've got you've got to make a conscious effort to actually yeah. use them i've got i've got cookbooks from some of my favorite restaurants i've got a a really good sort of low carb one that my folks have been using and uh, yeah they they have a tendency to sit there um, but, but but i'm i'm a i'm terrible for cooking the same things Week in, week out. We've we've got things that we rotate, but for I I need to get back on the habit of cooking one new meal a week to bring new stuff into the house. Yeah, man, that's what. But
0: then the kids, you know, the kids. They what? You've got to get their vitamins in them, and if they eat something, then keep on making it to them. Keep on making it for them. That's what I say. Hey, by the way, everyone, um, Gendel's voice hasn't just changed. New <laughs> listeners to the podcast, that is Mikey from Mixtapes with Mike. Everybody else, that's Mikey. Hey, Mike, how you doing? I'm good. I'm all right. Uh- Apart from you got to cook dinner, as we've just ascertained. Oh,
4: that's all good. I quite yeah. I quite enjoy cooking. That's my contribution to the household, and it's as 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 chores go, it's fairly easy going. So,
0: <laughs> do you have to do you do the if you, you see if you if you basically wash up uh, if you cook, does that mean you have to wash up as well?
4: Uh, no, if I if whoever cooks, the other person tends to do the washing up, but. It all. It also depends on who's putting the boy to bed and who's doing story time. Oh, so
0: yeah. W a y g wash as you go. That's what my little sister always says.
4: Yeah, I try to do that, but I, I, I do. I, I make a lot of mess while I'm cooking. Usually,
0: you're an all the pan user, aren't you? Use all
4: the oh, pans. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, like Sarah, Sarah will quite frequently go like. We had bangers and mash. That's two things. (laughs) How did you make this much
0: mess? (laughs) Oh, I love it. Love it. Right, anyway, this is Mike. He's from Mixtapes with Mike. Who's your guest this week? Is it a good one? Level with us.
4: It is a good one. It's an interesting one. So for for the benefit of the uninitiated, uh, I host a podcast where every week a guest makes a playlist of 10 tracks and we talk about each song and what it means to them. And when I release the episode, I share the guest's mixtape on Apple Music and Spotify. So if you like the sound of what you hear, it's all ready to go in the show notes by these little handy links. It's the modern day mixtape, isn't it? Indeed. So this week, I've spoke to a record collector from Chicago. And she's one of these people that runs one of these Instagram accounts that I'm so fond of following, which is basically you know, music nerd record collectors who just post out constant photos of all of their vinyls. Lots of great cover art and limited edition records in all kinds of colors. and So I I just love the whole aesthetic of that. And then it kind of occurred to me that she's my target audience. She's the kind of person I hope would listen to mixtapes. So Mm -hmm. I tapped her up a while back And she was more than happy to come on. She's picked some great music, loads of stuff that I wasn't aware of already. Um, The audio, we had some issues with her audio a little bit, but I've polished it up uh, as best I can. And I've already had some great feedback on the episode. Her name is Trudy Wagner. Her Instagram account is called Radio Hitch. And it's just a constant stream of music info.
0: Wicked. All right, well, we'll get that in our show notes, of course. Radio Hitch, you can go and have a click on there. Links as well to Mikey's Mixtape episodes. And, of course, uh, through that, you will find all of the back catalogue of Mikey's Mixtapes from all of his guests. Some good ones in there as well, aren't there?
4: Yeah, you haven't come on there, though.
0: Oh, mate. I couldn't choose 10 tracks, that's the problem. Can I have like a double episode? <laughs> I like too much music, Well, there's, it's there's... hard isn't it? Well you always say to me that people struggle to pick 10 tracks.
4: Literally I have a catalogue of messages from all of the previous guests saying this was way harder than I thought it was gonna be. Like they always say something to that effect going this was so hard, i was just like well that's kind of the idea. Yeah. by by, like penning people in they really have to pick some of their favourites and it, I'm not against having people back for a second episode but there has to be a bit of a gap it's not, you can't just, you can't book back to back weeks Tim <laughs> it's not all about three you. weeks
0: back to back please book me in uh, well listen I'll fire my list of ten over to you um, a little bit later on and if you think that it's good enough to release then let's do it man people have had enough of me Get some good guests on. You'll be fine. Mikey, have a good one, dude. Really good to chat to you. All
4: right. Cheers, mate. Speak
0: to you soon.